You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. Internet's to another episode of For All Nerds, the voice of the urban geek, where we discuss geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. It is your girl, Tatiana King Jones, aka the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Horror of the Spaceship. I haven't used that in a long time. Hello, Kitty Pride, Rita Orochimaru, Princess Preach, and Edward Scissorhands. And today I'm joined with. I'm joined by Ooh. with or by wow it works either way <laughs> either one works <laughs> oh my god what's up everybody this is Jay yeah I guess yeah fuck it this is Jeff Jay <laughs> aka Brainiac five racks the king in the north face rum punch man Miles Morassets Edward what's up my enigma and Anderson <laughs> Pac-Man have you ever said that one before? No, nah, it's a new one. Wow, I really like that one. That That's a mess. I like it. Um, <laughs> as you guys can tell from the intro, I, I don't know about Jeff, but I'm pretty tired. But I am going to pull through and come through because this is For All Nerd Show. And we have to be hype for you guys. As you may have realized, DJ Ben, I mean, it is not here quite yet. He may not be here at all. He's off on an away mission, but that's okay. We still got an amazing show for you today. Um, in the meantime, I wanted to make sure a few things. I just want to put some housekeeping up there. If I have to tell y'all one more time, make sure you are subscribed to For All Nerds everywhere you listen to podcasts. That means... Tell your mother, tell your father, tell your grandmother, tell everybody that if you want to listen to For All Nerds, if you want to listen to Outlaw Bars, if you want to listen to Castle Black, all the good stuff in podcasting, you have to be subscribed to us. I cannot stress that how important it is. I feel like no one listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all better listen, damn it. Uh, and maybe because we always say it at the end. So I thought, well, maybe if I try in the beginning people will get it but yeah this is for all nerds and this week was there was some stuff happening you know some some a little show called like throne of games or you know game thrones or something shit like that came on over the weekend and you know it was a few people watching just a just a tad of just a tad roughly over uh in the millions <laughs> and millions of people 
Yes. So if you guys have not heard already, please listen to our Castle Black show, which is the blackest podcast in all the realms, which features everything Game of Thrones. We do our recaps every week for this final season. You can also listen, uh, dig into the crates a little bit if you want to listen back to some other episodes. But yeah, that was the hugest, hugest thing that happened over the weekend and really in through up until today um to celebrate i had myself a dracaris burger and a dragon glass shake from almost at five guys but from shake shack <laughs> oh my god right and i visited the flat iron building where Viserion decided to pop up according to snapchat how did you mm. celebrate um i just i just watched it i mean <laughs> oh you didn't do anything special no nah, oh actually not nah, it was uh a plethora of uh, watch parties going on. Um, I was traveling, so I actually ended up at the after party for the watch parties. So there was there's a lot of of uh, communing going on, um, and it was it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's cool. It, it feels like I saw I saw a couple of articles and people discussing it. How this may be at least for a while. This might be the last appointment TV event mm. for a while I see. where the world is locked in on a day and time to watch a show until the next Game of Thrones or something that garners that much popularity. This might be it. So drink it in while you can. I would have to agree. I'm just, I'm also, when you said that, I'm thinking, when did this happen last time? Like how many years ago was there some type of social phenomenon that to your point was global and everyone was watching at the same time or, or generally everyone was into it. Yeah. Cause you, you know, it's, it's the rise and fall of appointment TV with the advent of streaming services, DVR and everything else in the world that consumes your attention there's no real imperative to watch a show live that isn't live sporting or an award show or something that's going on that, you know, people are going to be talking about the next day that, you know, guaranteed or any anything like that. Um, and even if you're not really locked into social media, you can DVR everything and just watch it when you want to watch it. Right. So it's, it, it, you know, Game of Thrones it came out in a time where Game of we started Game of Stones. <laughs> it came out in a time where we we just had started the the live tweeting movement. That's when it really started mm. uh, developing mm. and and came to maturation. So maturation. You and me, two thousand eleven. <laughs> I, I try, man. I try. I get one a week, you know, one a week. I, I should make an app one a week. But um, but uh, yeah. So it, it's it's just an event. It's a spectacle. Mm -hmm. I I can't imagine. I think like May nineteenth is the finale or something like that. Yeah, yeah I can't even it's imagine like what it's gonna be like. Was and I had asked the proposed the question. When did this happen last time? Like what? The the last uh, the last appointment appoint TV like event? the last major kind of global TV event. Um, for for uh, for, for just a TV show. Anybody? Yeah, I don't recall hmm. when this happened. Breaking but. Bad season finale. Maybe it did. I never watched it on TV. I watched. Yeah, it. well, <laughs> I only watched it on uh, Netflix. 
Yeah, and nah, it was huge. Like when it was on live, I know that season that um that uh the run, like I binged it to to get to the last, I think it's season five. Mm-hmm. I binged it to get to season five, and then the last season, yeah, it was it was type turned up. I'd say that I'd say the the ne- the first Negan episodes of Walking Dead. Uh, okay, Walking Dead. Back when Walking Dead used to be amazing, yes. When Walking Dead was Walking Dead, right? I'd say I'd say that. Um, I feel like I don't watch it, but I feel like This Is Us. Yeah. Oh. Was that yeah. first season? My timeline would be crying every Tuesday or whatever. <laughs> the entire timeline would be in tears. This is facts. So. I, I I think there are some new ones, and even I will say even the the early seasons of Power and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder mm. and all of those shows like these were shows I remember peak peak live tweet era when the whole timeline was watching it the whole timeline. So you're sa- I, you're saying that live tweet era is over. No, no, live tweet era is over, but the appointment live tweet era is probably on its way out. Like, like where it was, for example, let's say, shit, let's say a show like Power, where, of course, it's a different circumstance because Stars releases their shows at midnight <laughs> on demand, so everybody's just watching it, mm-hmm. and you know, the people who don't care... They'll be live tweeting it as soon as they watch it. Then some people will purposely wait until eight or nine o'clock whenever it comes on to live tweet it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be a, a, um, a bad example. But even something like Insecure. Mm, OK, think about think about from the first season to the subsequent seasons, right? Where that first season, everybody was on deck. I feel like people are still on deck, but not as strong or not, not, it's not as prevalent. And it's nothing to do with the shows. It's just, if it isn't an event, I it ain't the same. Where back in the day, every show that came on was an event because we was on deck live tweeting it. Okay, I see. What like, like every, like the majority made it their point to be with the timeline and tweet with the timeline for these shows. It wasn't just a award show mm. that we all formed mm-hmm. to get these jokes off. <laughs> so there's a variety of factors. There's a variety of factors, but right. on this level, on mil- 55 million people estimated pirated this show. Are you serious? I didn't know the numbers. It was like 55. I think it was either 55 million, uh, 55 million streams or downloads illegally of Game of Thrones. Million. So, yeah. It's it's real in the field. That's crazy. No, I had no idea that the numbers were like that. Like, I, I could imagine, but wow. So... Yeah, it was pirated wow. almost, almost 55 million times in the first 24 hours that it dropped. Shout out to The Verge. Mm. And 17.4 million viewers across live plus DVR plus HBO Go Watch and it. all of that. And HBO Now uh-huh. were recorded. Recorded. Oh, I was one of HBO. them. I was one of them. <laughs> 17.4 M's. 
God. Yes. And then almost 55 pirated views across illegal streams, downloads, and torrents in the first 24 hours. Right. So this kind of makes you think, like, when this is over... How is HBO going to survive? <laughs> I mean, clearly they, they have stuff in the works. They have stuff happening. But there was um, several reports over the last couple of days that a lot of their flagship shows aren't coming back till 2020. So is the network just going to be dead for a year? What's happening? No. Nah, or I, half a year? I think you have... you. It just Those flagship shows aren't coming back, but there's still documentaries. There's still... Uh the library of shows that they have already Um, and still the stuff that we haven't heard yet like hbo hbo if hbo is still on after the wire went off the air Mm -hmm. sopranos went off the air but but i felt like there was something right behind it that kind of filled that vacuum that space and now and to your point maybe they'll announce something but i just after every all these other shows being pushed back a year a year it's and only a half a year well i'm also like well what are they putting in place of that because usually what i've done over the years is once game of thrones is over and this is before insecure but when game of thrones was over i turned off my hbo subscription like i wasn't gonna pay for it if i wasn't gonna use it and no the- and people are still gonna do it damn well i mean it's just it's just the nature of the beach but the thing is the other thing you have to remember is um hbo is so baked into cable plans and stuff like that so like the people who are on now Mm -hmm. who just subscribe they may do the on off thing but if you have a cable plan more than likely you're um you're locked in right so like i just i just looked there's about 16 shows that are on deck between 2019 and 2020 for HBO. Um, Chernobyl, that Watchmen series, mm-hmm. um, Lovecraft Country with Jordan Peele, the sci-fi thing with Jordan I Peele. I am trying to fuck with the Lovecraft Country for sure. Uh, let me see. What's Demimond? I don't know what this is. The Undoing. Um, uh, Gentleman Jack. The new Pope, his dark material, like the, this. Half of these I haven't even heard yet, and this is this is for the 2019, 2020 years. There's also going to be a Game of Thrones spinoff. Okay, that is true. A Stephen King adaptation. I want to say a new. Yeah, there's a Catherine the Great. There's a bunch of these shits that that between 2019 and 2020 that they got on deck, and half of them I ain't even really hear about, and they must have been like in production or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's always a plan. Like HBO, they've been in this game too long not to have some type of plan in terms of subscriptions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then you think about it, 2020. Look at how time flies. We're in April, right? Right. 2020 is nine months away. And that's not, that's not saying like, it's it's eight months away, really. Less than eight months away. That's not a long time. No. And then when it comes back, they're going to have Westworld. They're going to have Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, Westworld with Lena Waithe as well. Yes. So it, it's just, they, and, and look at, look at this. <laughs> they took off a year for Game of Thrones. Now that we're back in, a lot of people forget, like, we've been sitting on this for a year. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think they'll be straight. 
All right. Well, I guess I will be waiting on 2020 and waiting on my flying car. And in the meantime, we'll take a break and be back with more For All Nerd Show. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School. And when I'm not directing, writing, and producing and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness, and when I'm not making white people mad as hell, I'm listening to the For All Nerds show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. to an amazing episode of For All Nerds. I have to talk to you in my smooth jazz and R&B voice. (laughs) Because it is time for my favorite segment. The Guac is Extra. The Guac is Extra, the Geekly Asked Questions, where we, the For All Nerds team, answer your pertinent questions. Jeff, what's up first? All right, let's lock in. Let's lock in. Dear For All Nerds, I don't know if y'all remember the Amalgam Universe, where it combines superheroes from DC and Marvel, Mm -hmm. but I enjoyed the concept more than the execution. And still a fan of the mix-up of Wolverine and Batman that created Dark Claw. That definitely has potential. If they updated the... We answered this before. Have we? I've never answered this. Hmm. I feel like me thinks as I twiddle the hairs on my chinny chin chin. Okay. Oh, whatever. Um, still a fan of the mix-up of Wolverine and Batman that created Dark Law. That definitely has potential. If they updated the universe, which mixtures would y'all be interested in seeing? And what could they do to improve the concept? Thanks, guys. Sincerely, Mike, a.k.a. who is Rich Jones. Rich Jones. Who? Rick Rich Jones. Jo- Rick, Rick Jones, Rich Jones, Rick Jones. You messed up his whole joke. <laughs> Who is Rick Jones? I mean, it's still a Jones. Uh, anyway, did did you do you recall answering this? Because I I know I didn't answer this. I feel like we had an amalgam question before. I don't know. I mean, but whatever. Right. You run it back. Well, amalgam was before my time, but I've always read about it. Like just in general, when I was learning about comics that there there was a time where these superheroes would be You mean over. before your time reading comics? Yes. Okay. I was about to say, this definitely was in your lifetime. <laughs> no, it was in my lifetime. Let's everybody relax. Before my comic book time, sir. Um, gotcha. But I, I knew just generally speaking of the of the existence of the project and what it meant and what it was about and all that stuff. Um, so when I saw that there was a mashup between Wolverine and Batman, I was like, holy shit. Um, that's disturbing. Um... I don't know if I really want to mash up DC and Marvel comics, uh, co- co- comic book characters. 
Mm. Like for me, and and obviously it's an arbitrary uh, uh, fence I have up, but like this whole separation to me is like separation of church and state. Like those two should never mix. Um, I just I, I don't know. I have to I have to think a minute. Did you have one? Um, let me think. I think. Hmm. So I think it would be cool to mix Storm and Vixen. Oh. So you'd have someone controlling uh, um, the weather like and an the animorph, animals? Animorph huh? and the weather. Okay. So literally like a, a combo godlike black woman. Okay, so like having the powers of like an elephant and making it rain? Why not? Cersei's wet dream. Immediately got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> mm, that's that's actually not bad. See, I, that, see, half of the time it's because I, I would never want those two characters to meet in real life, but I, but I wouldn't mind Vixen meeting up with Storm. Um, yes, uh, Vixen is probably one of the most underrated characters. Right, and I actually want to see DC. more of her. Like, I'm still pissed on how they did her on the CW or CWC, whatever that was about, so... Mmm. I really like this question and I but I don't I don't have any of that shit mixed separate but she equal. does not have an answer. No, I don't. I'm gonna come back to it if I think of something. But and, and to your point, we might have even you guys might have answered this before, but let's go to the next question. Hey all. First off, I wanna shout out my wife for putting me on to y'all's show. I'm a big fan and look forward to each week's show. Thank you. I look forward to your email. My question is this. How do you spend your days off? With so much going in the new... With so much going on in the nerd world, Mm -hmm. how do you relax? Thank you for your time. Alex, a.k.a. Secured the Bagger Vance. (laughs) A.k.a. Ebonics the Hedgehog. A.K.A. Flayed Man from the Fifth Floor. A.K.A. Yu Yu Hakusho No. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite, but you pronounced it wrong. It's Yu Yu Hakusho Nuff. It's Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, I, 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 I put sh- the show is where the stress is. Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho Nuff. There you go. There you go. You non-anime person. Ebonics. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies to all my Japanese brothers and sisters <laughs> that I called you Hakusho. That means I fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Now somebody gonna hit up me up and be like, actually, Tatiana, it is pronounced Hakusho. It's Hakusho. Whatever. Anyway, um, so the question is, how do you spend your days off? I never have a day off. That's why I'm freaking tired today. But um, when I do, I drink a dose Equis. Um, no. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I knew you was going to say that. Um, I am disgusted. No, actually, no, I don't, I don't drink beer. Um, how do I relax, man? Like, I, I'm so anxious and full of energy. I feel like I never get to relax. But when I do, it's usually because I'm reading a book. I'm reading a comic. Um... I'm watching a documentary, believe it or not. I find that incredibly relaxing. I can sit there and watch documentaries all day long about anything. It doesn't matter. Um, 
And then just generally, if I'm smart, I put my phone to the side and stay the hell off of social media. Mm. That's how I, I really ultimately relax. What about you? Um, how do I spend my days off? Um, I would say for me, I, it's, it's a lot of relaxation. I try to, if like on a days off, I'm, I'm hanging out with my friends, going out to events. I try, I try to work out every day. So if I have a day off from work, I'm probably getting some type of workout in. At least I would like to, and I'll try. Um, the thing about me working in social media is I usually use social media as an escape, mm-hmm. but I'm also locked into the world. So anything that I do in social media is kind of not like an escape because I'm locked in. But I recently took a week off Mm. of social where I wasn't really posting. I didn't post on Twitter. I didn't post on Instagram. The most I did was answer messages so people knew I was still alive. (laughs) And um, So you didn't really leave social media? I I didn't go... I didn't go a hundred percent like delete the apps, blah, 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 blah. But I, well, for one working in social media, I can't a hundred percent leave social media. What I can't, what I can do is not interact and not consume timelines. So like if I went in, if I went into Instagram, it was specifically to answer a message because I also had people contacting me for business stuff too. Mm -hmm. So I was in there or like I um, shout out, shout out to my, my, my good friend Naima who, who did her boogie yesterday, which felt like karaoke American idol. Let me tell you. Okay. And it was, it was, it was sensational. She, I, I actually had to hit her in Twitter DM because I didn't have the address. And I was like, yo, is this, still, is this still going on? So I, you know, and the reason why I wanted to do that is because after that WrestleMania weekend out here, mm-hmm. I was just overwhelmed. I haven't felt I I haven't felt myself hit that limit ever. But when I look at certain behavioral patterns in myself, I've been at that limit. I just it just an overflow, or I chose to ignore it, and and a combo of exhaustion, over overexertion. And just, I, I was just under a flood of information right. and hot takes and negativity and pressure to post and being beholden to, to engagement on social that I was just over it. And I just needed a break because I, I, it's akin to Neo in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. He was able to get out of the matrix and operate in a whole ass world outside of the matrix. So he used the knowledge on the outside to be able to manipulate was on the inside where if you just stay in the matrix, you only operate within the parameters of the matrix. Right. So I, I felt like that was me with social media. So once I unplugged, I was able to actually live life, be more attentive and focus on the real world and the people around me. Um, I've always said if you if you're not connected to the real world, you're probably trash on social or you're only one dimensional. Um, so I, you know, it, and I did that week 
And I felt refreshed. I felt like I could breathe again. I felt like my mind got the factory reset that it needed to tackle everything. And and it also confirmed that I wasn't as addicted as I was fearful of. Because it wasn't like I was like um, Terrence Biggums itching. (laughs) You got that Twitter? Tyrone Biggums. Tyrone Biggums. What did I say? Terrence. Terrence? That's his (laughs) middle name. Right. Tyrone Terrence um, Biggins. Wow. Like Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so those are the type of things. I think more than anything, being able to unplug from whatever you do day to day is essential for winding down on the days that you have. And d- unplug, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, the, pe- the close people in your life, and live this life. Just live it, man. You don't know when it's gone. You don't know when you're not going to have it. Just live that shit. And that is Jeff J says, Ted talk. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's actually, that's actually a lot of facts. And you know, it's, it's definitely important that people really take heed to what you're saying because you absolutely have to unplug in this day and age. It's, it's, it's too much T E W much <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, one more before we get out of the guac segment. Okay, um, this is from Childress J. If you could have Guillermo del Toro direct (laughs) any superhero movie, which would it be? Personally, I'd pick Justice League Dark. I mean, that's phenomenal. That is like, that's like the answer. (laughs) I would would say either that or maybe... um, a Marvel Knights movie with like that gritty street level Marvel where it's like Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Punisher. Mm. Um, You know what I mean? Something like that. Like like those level people. Um, They're actually, you know what? There actually was a comic long time ago. It was called Hearts of Darkness. And it was a series with Punisher, Ghost Rider, and Wolverine. And they had to fight Mephisto. Um, uh, they had to fight Mephisto's son, Black Blackheart. Okay. And um, they, they got together for whatever reason, and they had to fight him. And that would probably be something. It's real obscure. Uh, they have the people. They have everybody in rights-wise to do it. But um, I think I would either have them do that. That um, Marvel Knights, Marvel maybe Knights. maybe the one of the doctors, the next Doctor Strange. Um, that would actually not. That's not bad at all. Um, I was thinking of Doctor Doom. Um, I would like mm. to see a Doom movie done well, uh, and done differently. Um, not that there ever was a standalone Doom movie, but we've seen Doctor Doom. Uh, in live action and it hasn't been the best <laughs> to say the least so I, I think that he would bring Guillermo would bring a fresh angle to it so I would definitely love to see him do that um, just uh, maybe even something to do with Green Goblin too I think mm. that would work out really well mm. but I also want to move away from characters that we have seen already so i definitely like your idea about marvel knights i think that that's that's gonna be fire yeah or maybe even a um a moon knight movie oh he would fall under the marvel knights umbrella yes 
maybe a moon night, uh, you know, tackling multiple personality disorder and all of that in the, in the ancient Egyptian um, mythology behind his him being the avatar for the moon god right. or oh, whatever have you. Guillermo would kill that. He would absolutely destroy that and make it amazing, I think. So, all right, I, I like those ideas. Yeah. And that is the end of Guac. If you have a question for us, whether it be geek and pop culture related or you have a life question, you want us to name your children, anything of the sort, hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com. Alternatively, you can give us your question through our website, forallnerds.com. We have little Guac boxes all over the site. And your other option is you can hit us up on the socials at For All Nerds. Leave your question in our IG or our Twitters, and we may choose it to talk about the show. And also, we got to say this. If you are a Patreon subscriber and you are on a certain tier, you are guaranteed that your guac question will be read on the show. So if you want that guarantee, that ace in the pocket, make sure you head up our Patreon patreon.com slash for all nerds and hit up that nice tier mm. what was that was that the five rack like <laughs> side what was that 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 was my indeed uh, okay. uh i am in agreement with you sister got you got you um uh, my sister <laughs> i am in agreement with you <laughs> <laughs> um are you in agreement with the rise of skywalker trailer that popped off this week it is the next installment or i guess there's there's they're billing it as the closing of this story of uh skywalker and friends mm-hmm. what did you think about the trailer i thought it was cool i thought it was cool um that scene with uh ray doing some straight fast and furious oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh, we going here? Oh, yes. Get the dude bros reacting. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for them to close the Skywalker chapter. Mm-hmm. And, and let, let's get out of here on a on a good note. Um, you didn't really need a trailer for me to get hype. But I like what I see. It's cool to see um, um, Carrie Fisher mm. in it. And I, I, I want to see... I'm, I'm trying to glean what it's about by the name. Like, is this the rise of Luke or the rise of a new Skywalker or whatever? Who knows? But maybe I, I, was, m- I was digging it. Maybe Ray will take on a Skywalker name. She doesn't have a family. Right. And, right. And so she will become the rise of Skywalker or somebody's having a baby and that's the new Skywalker. Right. Or maybe some other people in the Skywalker family are going to rise. How many other people in the Skywalker family are there? I mean, there's one. <laughs> there's one. There is one. Well, d- yes and no. <laughs> like, you can't, like, who? <laughs> uh, Darth Vader. Uh, uh, but this is after all that. Well, he's been dead this whole time. That's why you rise. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yo, you've been dead for too long. You can't be coming back, yo. If you don't come back in three days or less, you trash. Um, for me, I did enjoy the trailer. Um, I'm just, while I'm happy to see that this is here and I, and I enjoy Ray and I enjoy 
Finn and all the other characters in this arc of the Star Wars universe, I am pretty ready to close that chapter and move on to the new shit. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I, I'm just... Like, with the advent of things coming up, like The Mandalorian and other stuff, like, I just want to see new characters, new stories, new quests, if you will, new adventures within the Star Wars universe. Obviously, I would like to see a lot more people of color, specifically black women that are visible, um, which we are apparently, hopefully, going to see in, again, um, Mm. in the upcoming Star Wars TV on their Disney+. Plus. But yeah, I just... Hmm. I want to see Kylo Ren. I want to see a lot more Kylo Ren. It's something about his emo nature that I really gravitate towards. Not lying. I I can't. I I well, I was about to say I I can't agree. I can't agree. Actually, <laughs> I almost lied on myself. Yeah, I I, I want to see everybody shine, man. I'm ready. I am ready to see it. So. Let's get it rocking. All right. And then I had mentioned Disney Plus. So that news popped off recently as well. Um, It's launching November 12th in the U.S. for what I thought was a phenomenal price, $7 a month or $70 a year. So right off break, they're undercutting generally all the other streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, uh, uh, DC Universe. Who else? That matters. Uh, let's see. Um, Everybody. <laughs> Turner, Tur- Warner oh, Media is coming out with one. They undercut CBS uh, All Access. <laughs> CBS All Access. Basically, um, they came out like, look, we're going to give you guys a streaming platform that has every freaking piece of Disney content, including all the Fox content that they've now acquired. We're going to give you to a lower price, lower than any other streaming service, generally speaking. And we're going to give you theatrical releases right on the streaming service. So like right away when it launches, everyone's going to get like Captain Marvel, um, all the subsequent MCU movies and game. Yeah. And all for $6.99. Like that shit is a power move, man. And I, I, there was no doubt that people were going to purchase this streaming service regardless there was doubt uh, for me because i'm i'm not happy about having yet another service to fucking pay for like well what was y'all the point? wanted to y'all wanted to break up the cable no, look don't at you now. Us, Jeff. <laughs> like what was the point of this whole cutting the cord situation and then these networks i mean i just feel like it's this you didn't bullshit. think big business was gonna do it they oh. somebody gotta compete with netflix oh my someone God. gotta compete so so here here's the rationale if you want a la carte services, then I'm going to bet that my services are what you really watch. So if that's the case, then you could have Netflix and um, CBS All Access. Then you get all your content. F everybody else. So you don't have no problem with, with this. I, I, I'm going to not gonna oh, lie. I, I was not, very upset about just you know, the streaming service. But after they announced everything they're putting on it, I calmed down all the way. a year for that content is something that I can, I can spare in my budget. Fortunately, um, I'm going to watch a bunch of stuff on it. I mean, shoot, I, I, whatever I pay for Netflix and they raise the price and just the, the, the freaking overwhelming prolific 
content library mm-hmm. of movies and shows and docs and everything, it more than makes up for what I have. And I'm not even on like the 4K Ultra HD right. plan with Netflix. God forbid. But you know, I you know, I I think I think we're gonna get to a point where people kind of look at it and say, yo this is just as much as cable. Why don't we just go get cable and have everything in one place along with our extra Netflix here, Hulu there, Amazon prime over there and all these other streaming services. Um, I don't know. It's going to be real interesting to see, but that, that six ninety nine entry point. Yeah. yeah. They're banking on a lot of people signing up. So you figure they could have put it at 10 and went directly at Netflix head. No, they put it at seven so that it's probably also factoring is it a in. Trap? All right. Well, well, no, first it's, question I don't is, think is it's a trap, trap because how long before they raise the price? Cause it's coming. They're going to raise the price eventually. Like we all know it, but here's the thing. They probably also figure in people are going to have more than one. So we have to make it, we have to make it enticing for them to have us as their second streaming service. Because if you're paying twelve for Netflix and seven for Disney Plus, it's like, why not? Mm. Why not? And, and if and, and they may even do something where they bundle ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. Yeah, they mentioned that that that's probably going to end up happening. I mean, as, right? As an so option. that you get a discounted service, right? Right. Dog, they just you know. I mean, they, I, I wish I had shit set up in my life where I could have multiple ways for you to pick to give me money. <laughs> Um, so like, uh, some of the live action original shows, I had mentioned the Mandalorian ar- already, which I'm actually super excited about. I mean, Carl Weathers, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, so many. What's the basis of the Mandalorian for people who don't know? Um, it's. And I am people. Okay. They set it after the fall of the empire and before the first order, the series follows, uh, a gunfighter as he reaches, uh, as he goes to the outer galaxy, um, away from the authority of the New Republic, and basically, basically in Wild Wild West of that time, um, it's supposed to. And if I'm not mistaken, I know it's not Boba Fett, but the Mandalorian isn't that like in that same range of people, like, uh, like bounty hunters. Yeah, I want to because he's wearing that, that same yeah. outfit. Mm. Yeah, so he's 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 basically a bounty hunter, but. Um, not Boba Fett. It's his own new original uh, series. Um, in addition, there are some a lot more. Um, they're having a live action high school musical series. What? Okay. Uh, there, we know about the Loki TV show. There's going to be a Cassian Andor series. Mm-hmm. There's the Wanda Maximoff and the Vision series. There's going to be. God damn, there's, you know, Clone Wars is coming back. I, I, I just got, it's just so much. Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier having their own thing. Yeah, it's going to be lit. It, it was uh. going to be extremely lit. And what's, what's cool about the Disney Plus, right? You know how with certain characters, people say, I don't think they should have got a movie. I don't know why they would bring them out. Now you could put it on Disney Plus. Like these little Loki movie Loki series or movie, Falcon and um, Winter Soldier, Wanda and Vision. These are the type of stuff uh, of stories you can build 
on the streaming service that isn't going that doesn't need a big marvel theatrical release and if you read what kevin feige was talking about this these shows at least on disney plus should have strong ties to the movies so this is these are going to be tied within the MCU as well. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does this does this mean that they're not coming back after Endgame? Well, Low these are them? all these are all series that take place within certain parts of the timeline. So before I think or after these, the snap, these might all be set pre-snap. Okay, well then fine. That's a cheat, but okay. I mean, there's always stories to be told. This is facts. This is we true. don't know what they was doing their whole life. Now we can find out a little something, something. This is true. Um, besides all of that news, like I said, I'm probably probably definitely going to have to copy now. Mm. <laughs> probably going to have to copy. Um, there is word now saying, and Disney's just mopping the floor with everybody right now. Um, the live action Lion King is going to be coming out soon. And there's talk that is actually going to be bigger than Avengers Endgame. Do you agree or disagree? Bigger in terms of what? Box office. No. <laughs> no? No. We've never seen Endgame before. We've seen Lion King before. Yes, it's live action, but this is, a, this is an event. Endgame is an event 11 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Lion King, let's keep it a stack. We ain't asked for it. <laughs> We getting it, but, but Beyonce, we ain't for though. It. We already got an hour and forty nine minutes of that goddess live action, right? Uh, live action album, and we got a Netflix documentary. We we the hive is satisfied. We don't need we don't need Lion King, but we gonna take it. I know you feel me. There's some hive members that are gonna disagree with you that they're never what, satisfied. That, <laughs> I mean, the, I'm talking to the rationale hive community. Um, I'm not talking about the um, the extremists. I'm talking about <laughs> the extremists. rational members of the beehive. But what would extremist even, beehive members be called? The wasps? Like what? What? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the stingers. That's so corny. <laughs> beehive, beehive extremists. Yeah, they would, they would, they would be. Um, they'd be the yellow jackets. The yellow jackets, yo. They'd be the yellow jackets. They are an offshoot group. They'd be like a gang. <laughs> they'd be like a gang. They'd all wear the beach beachella apparel. <laughs> and nothing. All else. of that. And yeah, with the homecoming word on it, like yo, what you, what set you claim? I'm like yo, fam. I'm just, I'm just a fan, bro. Like I don't know what to talk with, but um. But yeah, I, 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 what do you think? I don't think it's going to be bigger than Endgame. I don't think so. Like, what what the argument is is because yes, no one asked for this, and yes, it's it's a it's a movie you've seen before. For you, there's a whole set of generation and a generation behind that. There's at least two generations behind us that are not that have never seen it are, are going to be in my view, taking up space because I've been waiting for this. I, <laughs> this is my childhood, but you know, they're going to be there with their parents and with everybody else coming to see this. Like it, it hits all demographics. Everyone's still going to see whether you wanted it or not, you're going to see it out of curiosity. So um, that's what the argument is, but I'm, I rock with what you're saying. I just think Avengers, it's just too much about it that 
people do not know about. It's it's similar to the type of hype that appointment TV has, where it's just like there's I mean, you saw how people react and just buying tickets. Um, th- there's just just no way that in my view that this happens. Um, it's going to be a huge movie, but it, it's not going to be. Um, that's a fact yeah 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 nice try but i don't think so mm-hmm. um that being said um i don't think we have anything else did you, you didn't have any comics that you brought up do you comics were not cops comics whoa comics were not <laughs> cops that i mean it's not gonna like that one but <laughs> i mean they a actually, facts is facts actually comics bro. are cops Every single day in some way, shape, or form. Um, there is one thing I had wanted to mention last week, I believe. There's this Kickstarter um, about, let's see if I could find it. Ah, I'm not going to be able to find it right now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm. post about it on the Twitter to let you guys know because it features black superheroes, um, female-led superhero. I know Netflix is also going to be releasing um, a series led by uh, people from several African nations that's going to include uh, at least four main black female characters with superpowers. So I think that's going to be amazing. And again, like I said, yeah. I will definitely post about it for everybody to see. In the meantime, as I said at the top of the show, you got to do a few things for me. Make sure that you are subscribed to For All Nerds everywhere you listen to podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all of that. Um, if you can, hit up people like Elliot Wilson and tell them to put us on title. Um, mm. On top of that, as I mentioned, please, if you are willing and able, support us financially through our Patreon page, patreon.com slash for all nerds. A little birdie told me that some hot fire is going to be dropping very, very soon and consistently. So get ready for that. Um, and in addition, be sure that you are following us on the interwebs. That's at for all nerds for the main show. If you are a big game of Thrones fans, make sure you're following at castle black pod. That is our game of Thrones focused podcast. If you're an anime head, there's outlaw bars pod. Talk about all things anime. And if you need to follow us, ask us a question or to come at us crazy so you could get blocked. My name is at Tatiana King. Jeff? I am Jeff J. Says. And the captain of the spaceship is at DJ Benjamin. So, with that said... If you need some workout music, that Beyonce live album, I'm telling you, man. Sorry, sorry hit, and I was cursing out imaginary lovers while hitting the <laughs> treadmill. Saying sorry to that damn thing. Nigga, nah, nigga, nah, while I'm running. Fan bros, fan bros.